Welcome back to Pirate Game Day, Week 4. I'm here with Lou Jungles and Graham Bradford. We are here to review Week 4 of college football. Starting with the uh, starting with Alabama and Texas A&M. Alabama won 45-23. What's your thoughts on that game? Tua looked very impressive yesterday. We got a chance to see him play more of a full game. And I would say he's he's on top for the Heisman this year. He, he looked very impressive. 400 passing yards and four, touch, four passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. It's very impressive. I think Texas A&M needs to be ranked higher. Not because it, cause they challenged Alabama really well, and they also challenged Clemson really well. And Kelamon is for real. He's he's a really good quarterback. Uh, their defense, their run game is stopping the run games. That's not is pretty good. Uh, Tua looked amazing. Jerry G didn't have a big game. But that's because they were mainly focused on him, which led to our tight ends getting touches. So overall, Alabama's offense looked very impressive. We didn't have a single receiver that had uh, over hundred hundred receiving yards, but. We had eight receivers catch a ball. We have we had five four receivers catch have about fifty yards. You can you can tell how uh, Brian DeBall left his left his mark on Alabama with the tight ends because he was Gronk's coach. They, they, always, they ran a two tight end set and they ran, ran the exact same play and it did the score. Yeah, it was a nice play. And Patrick Sertain looked very very impressive he as a freshman quarterback. Cornerback. Our kicker did very well. Yeah. One for he one, did. six or six. I mean, <laughs> did not miss. Our punter, our punter needs to work. Yeah, he had six punts for an average of thirty-six yards. <laughs> that's that's. Nice. And he had the long of fifty-one, which is pretty good. But then when it brings it down to thirty-six, he has. But you also have to putting it for like sixty or seventy yards. Exactly. <laughs> Next game we have Michigan State beat Indiana thirty-five to twenty-one. Uh, they were actually actually a close game until the fourth quarter, until the last half of the fourth quarter. And I, I, I figured Michigan State would have struggled anyways because they always do every week. Yeah, they do. And they're still ranked somehow. Indiana's a bad football program. Yeah, and, Indiana's never been a good football program. And that, Michigan that was State. was their first loss. Huh? That it was, was their first loss this year. Who they played though this year? They have played Florida Atlantic. <laughs> Okay. Virginia and Ball State. Virginia? Florida but, International. Oh, Florida International, my bad. And they did beat Virginia 20 to 16. Okay. That's the. Uh, Virginia's a pretty solid, solid, solid team. Solid. And they did hang with MSU somewhat. It wasn't a blowout. Michigan State need, just needs to get it together. Yeah. Last game, we have. We have uh, Wisconsin at Iowa. Uh, Wisconsin won twenty-eight to seventeen. I was a good. I was a good team. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin had a bounce back way because they they lost to BYU, so you knew they were gonna be ready to play, and it showed that. Iowa's always been a solid football program. Never a great football program, but they've always been a solid football program, and they they already always make it make it to bowls year after year, but they're 
probably never gonna have what it takes to win the West. No, not really. There's not really much. I mean, they have to live up to Wisconsin's mm-hmm. greatness every year. Stuff. Then we have TCU at Texas. TCU lost sixteen to thirty-one. This surprised me very much. I thought Texas was overrated. I didn't think TCU had a chance. I mean, I, I didn't think Texas had a chance against TCU. Um, I, I'm pleasantly surprised about Texas because I was hoping they would come back and become a good football program at some point. Well, they're turning around. What? So, what surprised me? I think uh, Texas is not very consistent. No, they're not. Uh, they can either be mediocre like they are almost every week. Or they can be they can be like really good as they showed against TCU. They're actually in the top twenty five coming into the next week, so they cracked they Maybe they gotta turn around. Top maybe they will. Maybe so. Maybe USC wasn't as overrated as we thought. Maybe TCU and maybe Texas was definitely not overrated. Yeah. I skipped over this game on accident. Boston College got beat by Purdue thirty to thirteen. And they're number 23 in the country. A lot of people have Boston College as their sleeper team, and they thought they were going to be really, really good this year. That was Purdue's first win, too. And Purdue, Purdue could easily be 4-0. They've, all their games they play, they've lost uh, not by a lot, and especially that first game. That was a good game. Michigan at Nebraska, 56-10. Scott Frost now is 0-3 in the Big Ten. And does a lot. He has much chance to even because they have a. I don't know if they have a pretty tough schedule, but this is the Big Ten, so. Shea Patterson looked pretty solid in that game. He threw 15 for 22. He had a 68 percent completion rate, 120 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Was his stats overall were impressive, but he was consistent and didn't make mistakes. Dylan McCaffrey actually came in the game. He did. He had 86 yards, one touchdown. He threw a 56-yard touchdown. Um, and he had two rushes for 23 yards. Dylan McCaffrey can be a very good quarterback in the up-and-coming years. Okay. Um, Oklahoma State got beat by Texas Tech, 41-17. to And Oklahoma State was in the country, but they'll likely drop out now. Or drop very, very far. Yes, yes, score a lot of points on Texas Tech to beat them. Yes, you're more than likely unless you're one of the top five, top ten defenses in the nation. Texas Tech is going to score forty plus on you every yeah. game. They have a good offense, and they don't have a good defense. So if you can't score more than twenty points, that's honestly sad. It's probably the offense coordinator's fault and the execution of the plays, anyways. Their stats. Um, uh, Texas Tech quarterback threw for 400 yards, and they had they had a um, their running back had 130 yards and averaged nine yards per carry, and then they had two other running backs that met, had uh, 65 and 57 yards, and all four of their running backs averaged four or more yards per game. Wow! With Oklahoma State. Okay, they had one rusher for 100 yards. But then there was a guy that ran for eight and a guy that ran for 13. It was just not pretty. 
very ugly loss. Okay, Mississippi State. I mean, the upset of the weekend. Mississippi State, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky won by a final score of twenty-eight to seven. Kentucky's running back is very good, and he knows it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, one hundred and sixty-five yards with four touchdowns, he, twenty-five. He points. told what? He told the media. He that, told the media that he could run on any NFL team. <laughs> I like that confidence. I do like that confidence. He couldn't run. He couldn't run on most. He could. He might not could run on the SEC West teams. Mississippi State does have Arkansas. a good D line. Mississippi State has a really good D line. Besides, well, maybe maybe Kentucky's turning it around. Maybe so. I mean, now they beat they beat Florida. The quarterback needs to step State. it up. Yeah, I was gonna say keep this in mind. The quarterback was eight for 14, 70 yards. So it's just pound for pound. It's just pound. Guess, well, and they really didn't have overall a lot of yards because other than Snell who had one hundred sixty five yards, Rose had forty seven and Wilson had eighteen. So their defense must have played it must really have been well. their defense. Uh-huh. They play. Like, you know, they got next week. South Carolina. That's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be yeah. a good game. Fitzgerald threw one interception for Mississippi State. He needs to pick up, pick up his play. Bad. He may get replaced by their backup. Their backup quarterback's not bad. Either. Mississippi State has fifty six rushing yards. The entire. They've game. been switching it with running backs. Aris Williams and I forgot who their next one was. Hill. Hill. Yeah. And Fitzgerald only had twenty rushing yards. He usually has more than he usually gets out of the park. He only averaged one point three yards per carry. I think if Dan Mullen was still at Mississippi State, they might be a top top fifteen program. They, well, they were. I know, but like consistently be, beating teams that they sh- they should beat every week. Yeah. Well, most surprising upset, Virginia Tech, Old Dominion. I don't know what to say about this. I think it was the worst. Virginia, Lost in 40 years. Virginia Tech had the poorest big tackling yeah, I've ever upset seen. Four years. Biggest upset according to FPI in 30 years, something like that. That's it was cool. it was very surprising. And that quarterback was a walk-on from a Division II school. And, and he, he threw for 500 yards. Yes. And Virginia Tech's defense is like supposed to be really good. Well, they Virginia Tech was overrated because they beat an Florida. overrated Florida State team. <laughs> Who's very now very, they're bad. When in the rankings, once they, once Florida State dropped, they kind of forgot that they put Virginia Tech so high because they beat Florida State. Mm-hmm. They, just, they never dropped back down. That's true. Plus, Virginia Tech's quarterback got hurt. That is true, but it should never been that time. You shouldn't. You shouldn't give that. Give that. Up, give up that many points. I don't know. I mean, so that's. I mean, he threw. I forget what the exact stats were. But their quarterback threw for about 500 yards. 495. 495. And four touchdowns. <laughs> he, he threw 49 passes and completed 30 of them. His 61% rate. No fumbles, no picks. And their running back had 130 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. That was a good game. That was a great game. Um... West Virginia really quickly beat Kansas State 35-6. Will Greer went off again. They had five touchdowns. Kansas State's defense looked pretty good. Or not really pretty good. They look okay against Mississippi State. Kansas State don't have an offense. It shows you uh, – huh? Kansas State I know, but it shows you how uh, West Virginia's offense is really, really good mm-hmm. and how Will Greer can, can perform. Will Greer had – it was 25-35. He had a 70% completion rate, 350 yards and five touchdowns. But he had two picks. 
I would like to see Will Greer play against a Oklahoma. SEC oh. SEC uh, defense. I'm looking forward to see how he plays against a team like Oklahoma or TCU. Shootout. It's gonna be. I don't. But West Virginia's defense is pretty solid. Yeah, but Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's good. Kyler Murray's good, good, and that Marquise Brown is an incredible receiver. He's undersized too. Okay. Then Washington beat Arizona State by seven. That was a late game. Yeah. Arizona State's pretty good. They are good, but they should not have lost to San Diego State last week. If they wouldn't lost San Diego State last week, they might have won this week. Cause they, I'm just saying. I don't see. Yeah, I mean, Washington's a solid, solid football team. Yeah, but I, I can see how it kind of messed up their confidence. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's what I was going for. Okay. Okay, uh, Arkansas-Auburn. Auburn won 34-3. Arkansas sucks. Okay. Uh, Auburn's offense is not, not did not look like last year's. Of course, they have people that are not going to be back. So, yeah, uh, Jared Sennett didn't throw for a touchdown in that game at all. Then, uh, Oklahoma beat Army. 28-21 in overtime. Um, that was interesting. I could not watch that game on my phone or anything. Yeah, I didn't get to see it. Was, any it was on pay-per-view. Yeah, I didn't get to see it either. Um, so. Because they thought it was going to be a blowout. They didn't think it was worse. Yeah. All right, so Auburn, I mean, not Auburn, Army threw nine passes the entire game. Dude, they, they've never been there. That, that shows you Oklahoma cannot stop the run. They had one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, nine rushers. God. Don't they run the triple option too? Yes, yes. they run the triple option. And they had a 100 yard rusher, an 80 yard rusher, a 70 yard rusher. And they had five, other, five or six others that had anywhere from 10 to 30 or 40. You know what would be interesting? Alabama runs the triple option. If Alabama played Oklahoma in the playoffs and they put it in a triple option set, that'd be deadly. It would work. Cause we have the one. Yeah, so many bags. Yeah, that are that can play anywhere in the country. So then we have the Stanford Oregon game. Um, Oregon was up thirty-one to seven. Thirty-one to seven, and Stanford comes back with uh, twenty-one points on that. Over Brasslow's stats. Nineteen rushes, eighty-nine yards, and a touchdown. Only one reception for nine. Now let me tell you, played good. Stanford's quarterback played yeah. really good. Costello <clears throat> did very well. 300 yards, three touchdowns, 19 for 26. Justin Harvard didn't play bad. He really he played, didn't. He played very, very good. Yeah, he did. But he's looking to be the number one pick in the draft, most likely. Or rise no, no, right he's not now. Number, one, number one pick. Number one, well, one, that's what the, one, number one quarterback. quarterback. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, because it's my fault. He yes. threw it for almost eighty percent. I'm not. I'm not picking. Uh, I'm taking Houston's defensive tackle. Is it Ed Oliver? Yes. He's a beast. Okay. Well, that is all we have for week four. Thank you for listening.